Alright guys, this is our regular season awards for college football. We're going to go by position and a couple of other categories. Let's get right into it. So, best quarterback for this year. I have Tua as the best quarterback this year. 100% agree. I mean, he's. I think he's the all-around best quarterback in the country. Um, he has a 70% completion rating, which is phenomenal. He only has two interceptions on the year and 36 touchdowns. I mean, look at Alabama right now. Undefeated. They have not, not been ranked number one in the nation, and he is a huge part of it. He makes the playmakers around him better. Look at all the receivers. Look at all the weapons that we're starting to notice more. And he's just a complete... Overall, just the best. He's just the best quarterback. Absolutely. How about his QBR? 212. Over 3,100 yards, over 40 total touchdowns. And the biggest stat to me, he averages a first down every play. Oh, my God. He averages 10.8 yards a play. But That is incredible. This is all against LSU A&M, the best in college football. That is insane. The thing is, why not Kyler Murray? I think Kyler Murray is more of an all-around athlete over two. I think two is the better traditional quarterback standard. You know, he's a great thrower, but so is Kyler Murray. But Kyler Murray also has his legs. His legs. And I just feel like Murray's incredible. Similar stats, too. But I really do think Tua is the best quarterback in college football. Let's switch over to the best running back. Who do you have? Daryl Henderson. Not many people know him. But he's a, a kid out of Memphis, and he's insane. Over 1,700 yards, which is second in the nation behind Jonathan Taylor, on only 198 attempts. He averages nine yards a carry. That's ridiculous. That's, That's almost a first down a carry. Just give it to him. And he is the best receiving back in the nation with five catches and 283 yards. He averages 19 yards a reception. Wow. That's better than most receivers. Who's yours? I have Jonathan Taylor as mine, the Wisconsin running back. I mean, he's only a sophomore, and he has 4,000 total yards rushing in his career so far. 15 touchdowns this season. Averages seven yards per carry. But uh, Henderson's biggest game against UCF, he had 199 yards. He showed out on that game. And his receiving aspect and running aspect. He's I think better makes, than Jonathan Taylor's. Yeah. Taylor does not even have 100 yards receiving on the season, on the total season. Yeah, but I think the best total running back is Henderson. I think it's a very good statement. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, your best wide receiver? The kid out of Hawaii, John Ursua. 5'10", mind you, that's not tall for a wide receiver. 85 receptions this year, 1,300 yards. He averages 15.5 yards per catch, 16 touchdowns. I mean, and he's a he's a rainbow warrior. Video game stats. That is video, video game, game stats. stats. So with mine, at first I thought it was A.J. Brown, but he gets double teamed all the time. He doesn't have the stats to put it up. Mm-hmm. He only has six touchdowns on the year. That's not enough. But – He's going to be playing on Sundays. He's a good wide receiver. Okay. Both. My guy, Jared Judy, averages 20 yards reception, 11 touchdowns, which is 10th in the nation. And he plays competition. He goes against guys like Greedy Williams, which he put over 100 yards on him. He plays the best in the nation. 
not Mountain West opponents. The best team Ursa played this season was Fresno State. They're a top 25 team, and he put up less than 100 yards. He put, put up 70 yards. But mind you, wide receivers don't have consistent 100-yard, 100-yard, 100-yard games. And he's also not a quarterback. He's a wider I mean he's a playmaker and their I mean their regular season record I feel like does not have anything to do with how talented they're they are as a wide receiver. But they don't play competition. They play corners that are like But you could give the same argument for um Jerry Judy. You have the best quarterback in the entire country throwing you a ball. Absolutely. He makes he makes your job ten times easier. I mean if you have Hawaii's quarterback I mean, that's more of a yeah. I agree. They're both jump ball. They're both insanely talented wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Both will be playing on Sundays. Absolutely. Now, best defensive back. Who do you have? I have Grant Delpit. Absolutely, he's a ball Safety hawk. out of LSU. Yep. Five interceptions on the year. He got Nick Fitzgerald twice in that big game, yep. and he almost got the one in that shootout against A and M that got called back. He's a absolute ball hawk. He's also an extremely good run-stopping safety. Um, he gets to the edges. Yeah, he can blitz um, that quarterback. He has five sacks, which is more than Tyron Matthew had at LSU, his Heisman campaigning year. It's impressive. Um, Dave Aranda, the LSU defensive coordinator, says he wants to use Del Pitt like Troy Polamalu. Yeah, one of the assistant coaches was a Pittsburgh Steeler coach at a time where Paul Malu was, and they want to bring his skill set to match Grant Delpit, and they are using that extremely well. He is ball hawk, best front seven player in all of college football. He got. I have Devin White out of LSU. Linebacker? Yep. Let's hear it. 115 total tackles on the season. On the season. It's impressive. Two fumble recoveries. Turnover machine. 12 tackles for loss and three sacks. He's like just a powerhouse on defense. He's the leader of the uh, LSU defense. Who do you got? I have Josh Allen. He's a machine. He's elite. Out of Kentucky? Yeah. But there's a lot of people to take into consideration. Devin White was one of them. Ben Burke-Curvin out of Washington leads the country in tackles. He was one of them. And Wilkerson and Farrell out of Clemson. So – Kentucky mm-hmm. would not be where they are today without Josh Allen. You're delusional. Okay. He leads the nation with five forced fumbles. Second in the nation with 14 sacks. Okay. He's top 10 with tackles for loss. Uh-huh. That is phenomenal. He dominated the South Carolina game with three sacks. And he sealed that 31-streak Florida game with that forced fumble. There's no way. His stats are insane. Still got the fumble, though, so. His stats are insane. Two forced fumbles against Mississippi State. Yeah. Steal that game. He changes games. He's clutch. He was nominated for the Butt Kiss Award for the nation's best defensive player. He's an all-around elite defensive player and will be a first-round pick in the NFL. 100%, yeah. I agree. He's extremely talented. I think Devin White will be drafted in the first round as well, too. Now on to the biggest bust of the uh, season. Who do you have? I have Bryce Love being the biggest bust this year. No one else could come close. I mean, yeah, he got hurt a little bit, ankle injury that was um, re-injured again from last season. But coming into this season, he was the Heisman front runner. 
He came in a, second last year. He put up over 2,100 yards last season and had 19 touchdowns. This season, he put up 665 total yards. What is that? Like almost one-fourth less? Like that's one-fourth of the yard, almost one-fourth of the yards he had. He's only had one 100-yard game. It sucks because he was really good last year, and injury plagues a lot of people's careers, but he definitely is the biggest bust of this season. Yeah, I've not heard his name on ESPN, or he's just out of the headlines completely. I hate to say it, but he's irrelevant. Hot take. He's, a, he's irrelevant. Wow. Defenses are game planning. I mean, you're for, not wrong. They're they're planning for KJ Costello, the quarterback, and not Bryce Love. Yeah. I mean, defenses have KJ Costello though. Don't yeah. Don't trash on his name because he's really good as well. Yeah, I'm just saying. Last year, defense defenses had a scheme around Bryce Love, and yeah, I mean, this year that just hasn't had irrelevant problem. Irrelevant. But another couple busts. How about that coach Lane Giffen? Where's he been? <laughs> I mean, he does coach FAU. I don't know what anyone was expecting. Out of that, I mean, yeah, Lane Kiffin, great. He can recruit, whatever. But, like, FAU, it's not like you're going to get them anywhere, really. I mean, I'm sure people said that about UCF a couple years ago. But, like, there's still the argument UCF plays nobody. How about Scott Frost? Nebraska? Chip Kelly? I'm glad that he turned it around a tiny bit because they were going on games. Were they, like, a six-game losing streak? They hadn't won a game? Yeah. They finished the season with, I think, four wins, which obviously is not good at all. But better than – Having none, but he's also—I mean, also a bust. The Gators were trying to sign him. Ever, our all our fan base wanted him. Um, Even uh, Chip Kelly too. Now he's at UCLA, not recruiting well, not doing anything. It's a bust right there too. Would you consider Willie Taggart hiring a bust? Yes. Why he didn't? He has a losing head coach record overall. No, so, no, he, sorry, he was not a bust because he never was elite. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I mean, it wasn't. What yeah. were you? What were they expecting? He's not a championship coach. He's not. At, at Oregon, he wasn't anything. He, he was. Did they have a winning season? He was there for one year. Yeah, I think he had like seven of five. And now seven. he brought FSU to not a bowl game. Yeah, for, for the first time in four 40, decades. Yeah, forty years. All right, let's move on to most improved. Okay, I have. Felipe Franks, Gator quarterback. We're going to agree again. He threw this year for 23 touchdowns compared to throwing for nine last year. Took the Gators from four and seven to nine and three in a top 10 finish. He threw six interceptions this year. And he threw eight last year, but the, that touchdown difference is crazy. He threw for 600 more yards this year. His completion percentage went up by 5%. Again, on that nine touchdowns last year, he got that in the third game he played this season. Yeah. But Dan Mullen was a big part of his success. 14 more touchdowns, complete turnaround. Another thing, though, he brought the running aspect. He had zero touchdowns running last year. Now he has six and more than 200 yards rushing. And this transitions to my coach of the year pick in Dan Mullen, taking a 4-7 and seven team to a 9-3. and three. Two top 25 finish, one over a top five team at home. I mean, it's the same. It's the same players that we had last year that went four and seven that he coached to nine and three, which is coach of the year. He coached Felipe Franks into a quarterback that's able to win games rather than someone that just you know throws the prayer ball. He's a lot smarter throwing away running ball, not staring down receivers. Dan Mullen changed him to be a more fundamentally better. And that's why I have Dan Mullen at coach of the year. My coach of the year at first. 
I thought the job Mike Le- Mike Leach is doing at Washington State, but at the end of the day, last season they were good too. So it's not a big turnaround. Then I thought Dan Mullen as well, and then Mark Stoops, the job he's doing, winning that big game against Florida, gaining Kentucky respect, and they haven't been ranked since 2007. They were top 10 this year at a point. It's impressive. But my coach of the year, I have Nick Saban. Think about it. Think about it. He was number one all year, yep. Alabama. Mm-hmm. We're taking Nick Saban for granted. Alabama's dominance, nobody thinks about it because they've always been dominant. But he's an incredible coach. He recruits well, bringing in five stars. He wins every game, literally every game. Yep. And then he puts guys in the NFL. Mm-hmm. That's what the coach of the year does. But how hard is it to coach five stars at every position? Think of, I mean, think about it. Really, if you have the best of the best at every position, right? What's the what's the holdup? Like, well, there should be no reason that you shouldn't be coaching them to the number one team. In the, uh, I mean, but the thing is, he does. Like, it's hard. Still, you're you're Alabama. You're playing the best teams in all of college football, going against other five stars, and you're winning every single game. But he's not going to win it. He he probably probably won't ever again. But he doesn't care. Like, he could care less if he gets it. No, it doesn't matter to him. I just feel like Coach of the Year should be more of a turnaround award rather than cons- a consistency award. Mm-hmm. Because if – I mean, yeah, they've been good. Like, we all know that. He doesn't need to win Coach of the Year because we all know that he's there. Like, we know how good he is. There's no second guessing that. But when you talk about, like, Dan Mullen comes into a system first year, turns that program around. If I had a turnaround coach, it would definitely be Mark Stoops. Winning that huge yeah, game that, against Florida. He had a very impressive season, and he's very underrated as a coach. He's turned that program around. With that quarterback, uh, Terry Wilson. Yeah, Benny Snell as well. A young team, back. but also a team full of NFL talent. Yeah. They have a lot of NFL talent on that team. Now the biggest award, Heisman. Who do you got? Kyler Murray is going to win Heisman. No ifs, Heck ands, no. or buts about it. Talk to me in three weeks when Tua is holding on to the Heisman Trophy. Okay, what's your argument? The thing we just talked about, uh-huh. he, his stats are insane. A 212 QBR. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Uh-huh. He's playing against the best, as I said previously, and he's winning. He's making players around him relevant. Jared Judy, Ruggs. Okay, what's Alabama's Waddle, record right now? Fonte Smith, undefeated. Okay, what's that, 12 and 0? Sure. Oklahoma's 11 and 1. Yeah. They but only have they, one they loss. Play, they play teams like Kansas. And they play teams like and Alabama defense. plays teams like Arkansas. But at the end of the day, Arkansas is better than Kansas. The worst. But you, can, you have to keep you have to focus on the individual player award as well. I know it has a lot to do with team success, but what makes Tua better as a player over Kyler Murray? His quarterback ability. He only has two interceptions on the year. Yeah, he doesn't make impressive. mistakes. He's a smart quarterback. He has football IQ. He knows the system. Uh-huh. He might even be a system quarterback, but he knows how to win games, yep. and he doesn't make mistakes. Okay. Kyler Murray, 70.6 completion rating this year. Tua also comes very close, 70%. Kyler Murray passed for 500 more yards in the same amount of games than Tua. There's no defense in the big he Tua definitely, we all know, phenomenal quarterback. Kyler Murray threw seven interceptions, 37 passing touchdowns. And this is where, because if it's all just about passing, 
then it's neck and neck. But Kyler Murray's ability to use his legs is what separates him as the Heisman candidate favorite for me. 850 rushing yards from your quarterback with 11 rushing touchdowns. Tua can't come close. Tua didn't come close to that. No. I would rather have Tua on my team than Kyler Murray. I think Tua is better is a better quarterback, but Kyler Murray is the better overall player. When I think of Heisman, I think of well, the Heisman is not a is not a quarterback award. You're so right. your argument of basing it just on his quarterback play cannot win him the Heisman. It's his overall ability to be a playmaker and to elevate his team and be the most valuable player in football. And Tua does that. Who would you ha- rather have on your team, Tua or Kyler Murray? Kyler Murray. How? How? Because he's just as good of a passer, and he can use his legs. It's not like Tua is like Peyton Manning. He can still run. West Virginia's coach, okay, one of their one of their assistant coaches, who coached Tavon Austin, one of the fastest players in the NFL, said he's never seen someone as fast as Kyler Murray. And he plays baseball. And he plays – he's a dual athlete. He got drafted ninth overall in the MLB draft. And he has 3,600 passing yards, 37 touchdowns. He's going to win Heisman. He's the better overall athlete. We'll talk again when Tua is holding up the Heisman. Sounds good. So that wraps up the uh, 2018 awards for college football. And we'll be doing this for the NFL and for the NBA. So stay tuned.